0: Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about how to avoid anxious overthinking. We delved into Some thinking habits in the last podcast uh, episode. And today I wanted to focus in on anxious overthinking. Do you ever try to write your thoughts? Do you ever get to a place where you're trying to write something down and get your thoughts down on paper, but they're coming too quickly? Do you ever have the feeling of overwhelming thoughts? frequently? Were you just overthinking maybe like the hamster on the wheel there just the same thought going round and round? How much time do you spend ruminating on the past or ruminating on a worry or a thought about the future? Imagine a day where you take each moment as it comes and don't think about past moments. Imagine going to sleep at night without replaying all of the wrongdoings and the things that you might have said that, that kind of didn't land right with people. Imagine going to bed at night without replaying all of those in your head this freedom is totally possible by practicing a few things. And uh, things that we talk about here, we, we do talk about uh, overthinking in other episodes. And many of the things that we talk about here, tools and practices will help you with the overthinking. So you can actually be free from that kind of relentless ruminating and actually have the freedom to fall asleep easily without replaying the whole day over and over again. And so let's talk about some ways that you can do that here in today's podcast. We all have little nagging voice in the back of our head that can tend to narrate negative things regularly. That little nagging voice might convince you that you can tell exactly what others are thinking of you, right? We've talked about that here before. That's mind reading. We we do not know what other people are thinking of us, even by the way that they are holding themselves or looking at us. No, that is mind reading and it's not possible. That is a negative way of thinking, and a way of overthinking something that isn't your business, because actually what others are thinking of you is really none of your business. You have a lot to take care of just with yourself. When you believe these things, these um, stories you've made up in your own mind about what others might be thinking of you, for example, you're only creating more destruction in your own life. It's negative thoughts um, that you don't even need to be entertaining. Instead of replaying each conversation that you've had, focus your attention on the present moment. When we remember the past, often anxious thinkers typically see more negative than they do positive. We can change that. We can let go of the past especially those problem issues that are already done and over with. It is water under the bridge. Let it go. It's okay. And it's actually a good plan to let go of those. What conversations or behaviors do you think about when you're replaying negativity in your head? Are there people that you actively avoid because you're afraid of what they think of you? Now is the moment where you can let yourself let go of those things and begin to move forward. Move forward and be in the present moment. We're moving out of that past of rethinking everything that already happened and moving ourselves forward into the present moment. You no longer need to ruminate over the past. Are there memories that make you sad or angry or fearful for the future? You can let these things go also by releasing your regrets and turning them into a tool for positive growth. Why let them go? Because you cannot change what has already happened, and you cannot predict what is going to happen. So there's no reason to be over-examining the future and over-examining the past. Neither one are a place where we have power. You can accept what happened already in the past and that will help you to avoid overthinking it. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. And so I want to talk a little bit about how to let go of regret because everybody can get stuck there from time to time. And if you can have these tools handy for you, you won't need to be doing that. You won't need to go down the wormhole with regret. Now let's get going here with our overthinking that we're talking about and focusing in here on regret. I have some strategies here you might want to try. The first one is to get curious about what exactly you have regret about. Do you regret old relationships, decisions, behaviors, or words? The regrets that cause you the most distress are important to dissolve. So get curious about them and feel free to explore. Number two is to write about your biggest regrets. Get them apart from you so that you can get a good look at them. This is what we talk about about getting into our journal and putting things on paper so you can, you can get a, a, some space from it and you can actually look at them. Get specific about what you regret. Consider your lifestyle, your behavior towards others or decisions you might've made. And I want you to do this non-judgmentally. It's important to not judge what is coming up. I want you to just be aware of it. Look at these regrets is number three and think about what lessons you can learn from them. Silver linings again are there, believe me. And you don't need to use regrets to try to be perfect. Instead, you can look at them as opportunities to learn something new about yourself in a positive way. Number four, practice forgiveness. Give yourself permission to forgive yourself and grow forward. Imagine the shackles of your past dissolving. You will naturally struggle from time to time, but remind yourself that that's okay. That is part of the human experience. Number five, decide how you want to move forward. Though you can't control every aspect of life, you can control the decisions you make based on your present moment. You don't need to hide away in shame or continue to doubt yourself. Instead, use this awareness now to rise up and embrace each moment with a stronger compassion for yourself. Let your compassion for others grow. Regret helps us to feel compassion for others because we can put ourselves in their shoes when sharing difficulties even if we are on different paths. So when you're stuck in the feelings of regret, you can instantly relate to all who have felt what you feel. This is powerful. This gives us our place, our right place in common humanity because what you are feeling, you are not alone. If you are feeling it, it has been felt by others also. So when you get stuck in that, instantly turn it and relate to all of those who have felt what you are feeling. You grow through both your struggles and your successes. You can use these moments of regret to re-energize your efforts, to live your fullest life, and love yourself completely. You know that little nagging voice that we all have here and there? If yours is really too much and your overthinking has, has gotten to be labeled a nagging voice, have you noticed any constant chatter in your head that can put a negative spin on your day? What do you do during times of frustration with yourself? You have the power to confront this voice this nagging voice in the back of your head that tells you you're not enough. You can bring forward in your mind, your successes and your joys. You can remind this nagging negative voice that yes, you can be frustrated with yourself. And yes, you can have a negative spin on the day, but wait, I'm going to pause now and bring forward some successes and joys Two, start by simply hearing what you say to yourself each day through each interaction and situation and your self-talk. Think about how your motivation relates to the way you're speaking to yourself each day. When you're in a good mood, how do you talk to yourself? When you're in a bad mood or having a terrible day, observe the way that how you speak to yourself may change or notice if it stays the same. Just observe, listen to that little nagging voice and when it is coming about. If you say something like, I'm just going to keep disappointing people, you could replace that thought with, I am growing each day. I am learning each day. Because you are growing each day and you are learning each day. This isn't saying I'm never going to disappoint people again. We can't turn things around like that because our mind and body will know that's not true. But we can remind ourselves, well wait, no, I'm not just going to keep disappointing people. I am growing each day. I am learning each day. This type of reframing the way you treat yourself will have a huge positive long-term effect. You will notice your your thoughts becoming more positive. Pay attention to how your mood changes as a result. Now, how about social anxiety? I know there are people out there struggling with social anxiety. It's extremely common. And uh, it's also another place where we get caught up in overthinking. Do you overthink every social interaction that you have? How do you feel when you're approaching a large group of people? Some people thrive more when they are surrounded by people, right? The extroverts. They feel good around a lot of people. Others need some quiet time to recharge. That would be the people leaning more toward the introversion side, Think about how you feel when you're in large groups. Just notice the experience that you feel. It's common for our thoughts to speed up in social situations because we're paying attention to so many different things. The larger the crowd, the more there is to pay attention to. And for many people, this can be overwhelming. Luckily, there are a few things that you can do to help ease social anxiety that you might be feeling regardless of the situation. So let's talk about a few of those because boy, can the overthinking mind take over here. First thing you want to do is to get curious about the fear that you're feeling. Is there something specific that you're afraid will happen? Consider the feelings you feel when you think about an upcoming social situation. Many people are worried about it and in the distress long before the social situation even arrives. What emotions arise when you're walking through a crowd or having a one-on-one meeting with someone? Just observe the answers to those questions. The second point is to walk yourself through the fear by getting rational. You cannot predict the future. We can't. Bring yourself to the present moment and acknowledge that you can choose to assume that this will be a good experience, or you can choose to assume it will be a negative experience. And I want you to know, even if you cannot get yourself to look at it as it might be a good experience, remember, whether it's a good experience or a negative experience, you can handle either one. And therein lies a lot of freedom. Knowing either way, you can handle it. Number three, be compassionate with yourself. All moments are good times to unconditionally love yourself. Be compassionate with yourself. Number four, ask a friend to go with you to social situations that may make you nervous or really anxious. You and your friend will have a stronger bond. You will have some fun together and you'll have a chance to embrace socializing with new energy, with a friend. It kind of turns it around a little bit. When you can move past this fear, you can expand your horizons even further, continuing to grow, continuing to learn, and to continue your self-compassion by moving through the fear and getting curious about it, rather than shying away from anything that might be out of your comfort zone. When you truly believe that you're worthy, you will find many of your common irrational fears begin to drift away. As these fears dissipate, you'll find yourself feeling more open and willing to have new experiences and adventures. Once you move past the negative thinking as a regular routine that you get stuck in, you can begin to explore new areas of your life, in order to best make these changes, free yourself from your negative self-talk and regret. Acknowledge the people around you and begin to open yourself up to new experiences. Again, we will stop the constriction and begin to open to new experiences. When you have let go of self-doubt and begun to build your relationship with yourself, you will find that you don't ruminate negatively on your day, your past, or your future. I hope this show has been helpful for you. I'll be back in another few days. And now for today's quote. You only have control over three things in your life. The thoughts you think, the images you visualize, and the actions you take. And that's from Jack Canfield. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.